Blog Talk Radio. We continue with Missouri's brush with haunted phenomena. It's still the most haunted state in the Union, and therefore the site of numerous things happening. But, does it ever stop? Episode 458, Timeless Tales of Hoodoos, Ghost of St. Charles. Live on The Real Hoodoo. The views and opinions expressed on the following program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors. Live from Chicago, the crossroads of America, Papa Say. Papa Say is a highly acclaimed Hoodoo practitioner and fourth generation seer with over 50 years experience in the spiritual path. Boasting a worldwide clientele from various age, education, economic and ethnic groups. Papa Say shares a vast wealth of knowledge with those who have both the desire to learn and will to do what it takes to control the many problems in life. Celebrities and regular persons alike use these same things offered in these broadcasts and now experience true happiness and peace of mind that comes when your problems are finally solved. Papa Say uses the secret knowledge taught to him by his parents and ancestors along with practical knowledge from the Evo in West Africa, the Seminole in the swamps of Florida and the old Hoodoo root workers of Louisiana. Along with his formal education in theology, anthropology and parapsychology brings holistic dimension that touches you, spirit, mind and body. And now your host Papa Say. God bless all my father's children. Here, there, and everywhere. Bonsoir, and welcome to the only genuine, real hoodoo broadcast on the airwaves. This is your host, Monsieur Jean-Léon Devereaux, a person known to many as Papa Say, your hoodoo daddy, promising to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. Let me say that I love you, and you, and even you, and it makes no difference what you think of me, but it does make a difference what I think of you. I cannot allow hatred, jealousy, prejudice, religion, or greed to be a part of me, for I know, and I want you to know, that the real hoodoo brings light, love, and life to the world. God bless you, my family. Oh, God bless you, my children. Wherever you are, just the way you are. Wherever you are right now, you have the blessing of God upon you. May he bless you going out and your coming in. From this time forth, and even... Forevermore. Yes, sir. Now, tonight, we have, well, we have, we have time to sell the who, but this one is the ghost of Charles. The ghost of St. Charles. Now, St. Charles isn't far from St. Louis. It's in the same general area, I would say. Yeah, what? Yeah, I, yeah, the same general area. 
And it is something which you should be aware of. Now, all the people who listen to me know that I do this without a doubt. Without a doubt. I do this believing in you and believing that the things that I give are true. So you ain't got no, you ain't got nothing to worry about. You ain't got nothing to worry about because the things given here are accurate and true down to the last letter. Because now, if you want to call in, you can call six one nine nine two four nine eight zero. One six one nine nine two four nine eight zero one. generation seer and an all-around hoodoo root doctor. Papa Say is that surefire person for getting whatever done to make your situation better. Papa Say can help you with everything from success and love to a continuous flow of money. Papa Say can remove that evil eye that's destroying your life and your future. Papa Say helps women get and keep their man and kids off the street, off of drugs, and out of jail. Papa Say doesn't use a tarot or a crystal ball. He uses an ordinary deck of playing cards, a time-honored method used by all real hoodoos. Papa Say can look through muddy water and spot dry land. He's not an ordinary reader or psychic. He's your holy spiritual advisor. You need him? Call him at 1-800-ASK-KEEN. That's 1-800-ASK-KEEN. And ask for extension 055-9865. That's 055-9865. 
1-800-ASK-KEEN, extension 055-9865. Remember, there's only one real hoodoo and only one Papa Say.
want to know who do, then get alone. That's right. All alone. Take a notebook with you and a pencil too. Sit back and stay alert. We want you to be fully aware of what's going to happen. <laughs> These are the true and trustworthy timeless tales of hoodoo. <laughs> the South Main Street Antique District in St. Charles, Missouri is a quaint historic area with a number of old original buildings and a distinguished past. This small town, alongside the Missouri River, dates back more than two centuries, and the footsteps of history have certainly left their mark on the back streets and cobblestone walks. This may be one of the reasons why the tower is considered so haunted and why South Main Street has so many ghosts. But it's not the only the passage of time that has left spirits behind there. Some believe an old cemetery may have something to do with it as well. The first settlers came to St. Charles in 1769 when a French-Canadian trapper named Louis Blanchet arrived in the area. He started a small settlement and called the region Le Petit Coté, or the Little Hills. Blanchet became the first commander of St. Charles under Spanish rule, but the area was soon filled with French settlers. In 1800, Spain gave the Louisiana Territory to France, and then in 1804, it was sold to the United States under Jefferson Thomas, under Thomas, under Thomas Jefferson. The president, the president then established an expedition to explore the new region and to cart the course of the Missouri River. Jefferson put the command of the expedition into the hands of Meriwether Lewis and William Clark. In May 1804, the two men outfitted their journey in St. Charles and then departed for the western frontier. Another famous explorer was Daniel Boone, who came to St. Charles from Kentucky in 1795. He joined his sons, who had a homestead south of town. Boone continued to explore the region, and a trail that he created here, Boone Lick Road, soon became the starting point for both the Oregon and Santa Fe trails. Boone's home is located near St. Charles, and it has been said that the ghost of his wife, Rebecca, can be found lingering near her gravesite. As St. Charles began to grow, it saw an influx it saw an influx of German settlers. Thanks to reports 
that the area resembles the Rhine Valley back in Germany. German businesses began to spring up all over town, including a tobacco factory and a brewery. In 1821, when Missouri became a state, the first capital was located in St. Charles. It was located here for five years while a permanent building was constructed in Jefferson City. The history of the town seems to lend itself to ghosts, and nowhere is this as evident as among the historic Main Street, which lies along the river. This brick paved roadway is unrivaled by any in the area for its collection of craft and antique shops, and perhaps for its ghosts. One large of this historic area, which includes a quaint former inn called the Farmer's Home, is built directly on top of an old cemetery. In his book, Beyond the Grave, author Troy Taylor makes a closer look at this chilling spot. And here in the Haunted Missouri section, we offer an exclusive excerpt from the book called Ghosts Under Main Street. Perhaps of this old graveyard mentioned in the excerpt, South Main Street is a very haunted place. One site is a delightful restaurant called the Mother-in-Law House. The house was built in 1866 by Francis Creamer, the owner of a flourishing mill in the city. It is believed to be the first double house built in St. Charles. Around the time of its construction, the house earned a rather peculiar nickname, which is still enjoyed today. It seems that Mrs. Kramer was very homesick for her mother, so her husband built the house with both sides exactly alike. One side was for the family. The other side was for Kramer's mother-in-law. The building today is a restaurant that plays host to hungry customers and to an unheard and unearthly spirit as well. Owner Donna Hafer has long spoke of the fact that nothing, nothing ever seems to go right on the northern side of the restaurant. Over the years, many customers have spoken of the strange events, including bad glasses, drinks and utensils that disappear with no explanation, water glasses that mysteriously spill, coffee cups that up in and dump in the lap of guests, food that unexplainably changes temperature, and more. Eventually, she decided to redecorate that end of the building, and while a ghost remains, she does not seem to be as unhappy about being anywhere anymore. According to reports, 
The Boone's Look Trail Inn is also said to have a resident ghost. The owner states that this spirit is actually very helpful, though, assisting them as they climb a certain flight of stairs, which are narrow and uneven. The previous owner of the place have warned them about other activities, but so far, all only a well-placed hand to steady them on the staircase has been the only sign of a presence. Some have suggested that this ghost may be the spirit of a former occupant who met their own death on these stairs. The David McNair House at 724 South Main is home to a cooking ghost. Occupants have reported over the years that at the the oldest times, the house suddenly fills with the smell of home-cooked soup. Even though nothing is cooking, there at all. The historic winery of the Little Hills has allegedly been the location of two ghosts. Witnesses say that those of a man and a woman in period clothing who vanish whenever they are approached, they may not be the only ghosts haunting the place either. Apparently, there are also mysterious spirits who steal silverware, only to return it later in unusual places. They are also said to mess up the bar area spill wine, rearrange glasses, and move things around. The ghost of a little girl has been reported in a number of different buildings along South Main Street, including in 523 and 519 South Main. The stories say that she is the ghost of a child who died after being badly burned around the stove in the 1940s, but no one really knows for sure. A former employee of a shop at 523 used to talk to seeing the little girl quite often. While working, she would sometimes see racks away, or racks away, I'm sorry, and spin by themselves. Whenever the staff members spoke up and asked them to, to stop, they always did. There was also a miniature sewing machine in the store that the little ghost, ghost girl liked to play with. The employees would always put it away at night, and when they came in the next day, they would find it out on the counter, or in another part of the store. The little girl has also been seen at 519. She's not the only ghost on this location. Across the street from here is a building called the Crow's Nest. This building is said to be responsible for the ghost that haunts 519. Many years ago, it was a house that was owned by an old riverboat captain. He became quite upset when a crow's nest was constructed 
because it blocked his view of the Missouri River. Since his death, he has he has been up there sitting in a rocking chair and looking out the window at 519. He's also said to gently tap on the shoulder as they come up to the second floor of the building and occasionally move things around. The occupant or the former occupant of a place once told me that sometimes on quiet evenings she would hear the crack of the captain's chair on the upper floor. Even though no rocking chair was present at the time. Another haunted site, although long since destroyed, was the old Poindexter House on Jefferson Street. It was built in 1855 and is famous for its ghost, including a slave girl who committed suicide in the attic and a Civil War soldier. The house was vacant most of the time, and although it was often rented, no one ever stayed for long. It was torn down in 1963 to make way for a new post office. Also in St. Charles is Wood College, which has long been said to be haunted by the ghost of his founder, Mary Easton Sibley. The college was founded in 1853 and was the first university for women west of the Mississippi River. Mary's ghost is said to be responsible for the good luck that has always come to the school because of her death. Or because before her death, she reportedly promised the students that she would always watch over them. Her body also remains behind as well. She is buried with her family in a small cemetery on the campus. The most famous haunted spot on campus is Sibley Hall. This was the former Sibley family home. And it later it later became the school's first residence hall. Back in the days when it was being used as a dormitory, many of the residents claimed to hear loud noises in the vacant room and continued and could not find no cause for the sound. They also heard footsteps coming, going up and down the stairs, the sounds of a, of a piano being played in the empty hall where Mary's sibling piano was stored. They would find furniture rearranged and would often report light turning on and off in parts of the building that were closed up, always closed up, and locked. One summer, when the school was empty, Sibley Hall was being renovated. There was no one in the building, but workmen and all the doors were kept locked. 
The men were busy one day on the lower floor when they heard the sound of a girl's voice upstairs. Loud sounds like drawers being opened and closed and sounds like trucks being dragged across the floor. At quitting time, several of the men went upstairs to make sure the ladies could get out and to make sure they locked the doors on their way out. They had no idea what they were going to find. Assuming that several young ladies were upstairs doing some work of their own, they found no one there. The upper floors were completely vacant. Years ago, campus legend stated that Mary Sibley always returned to the school every Halloween night. It was said that she would ride across the campus on her horse. Others claimed that she rode from the grave and walked through Sibley Hall. One year, a student decided to dress up in old-fashioned clothes like Mary Sibley and frightened the girl as she made her way into the hall where the piano was. She realized that she was not in the room alone. She looked up and saw a woman in a period dress, and when she turned, the student saw the face of Mary Sibley. The girl screamed and fainted dead away. Her Halloween prank had apparently been interrupted by the real thing. Oh, well, well, that does tell us something. Yes, it sure does. That does tell us. Now, as I said, as I said yesterday, ghosts are nothing they are nothing to really be afraid of. They are nothing to be afraid of. A ghost is only a human being, only a human being who is there to help. That is all a ghost is for. Now, these ghosts, you can see yes for yourself. These ghosts meant a lot. They did nothing but help the people there. That's all they did, is just help them. And in them helping, them helping people, the people, well, they might have got afraid, but they needed the help. They needed it. So the, the only thing about them is that Ghosts are meant to help a person. They are meant to help a person. Now, who there, who there would like to say that these ghosts were bad, that these ghosts were evil, 
that these ghosts were doing things which were bad or or not known by people. Who would say? Who would say? There are many people who experience ghosts during their life. As I said yesterday, some people, some of you, or rather I should say all of you, have ghosts around you right now. You do. You have the ghosts of ancestors, the ghosts of friends, and some people who don't like you too. This is a curious factor which people need to understand. There is nothing wrong with you because you have a ghost. And why are people afraid of them? Why? Because somebody told them to be? Because on TV they saw it? Well, why? Well, what for? There is no reason. There is no reason. You don't have to be afraid of ghosts. You don't have to be afraid of ghosts. Now, here's the old Jew boy telling you the same thing. Telling you that again. You don't have to be afraid of ghosts. Now, they say that, well, them Jews, they ain't afraid of ghosts. No, we aren't. No, we aren't. Because we know. We know that those ghosts come to us to help us. They are around for our what? Our benefit. So we fear no ghosts. We fear no ghosts. Now, if you do, or if your religion does, then I would I would Check my religion out. I will check it out. There ain't no sense of being scared of nothing that ain't going to do nothing to you. There isn't. Why are you going to be afraid of something that means you good? Why? Because so-and-so said, yeah, that's it. A spirit is nothing more than a person without a body. That's all. It is a person without a body. And a person is nothing more than a ghost with a body. Why are you going to be afraid? Why? Some of you today have a spiritual ability where you can see and hear a ghost. Yeah, you do. You have this ability. And you know what? Some of you don't want to be bothered with. 
You don't want to be bothered with it. You have an ability where you can see people in the other realm. Now, there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing bad about that. There is nothing hurtful or shameful in that. All you can do is you can see another people in other forms. Now, that is something very good. There are, there is a church, a church movement called a spiritual church or the spiritualist church, which uses mediums and things of, the, of that nature. And people, you know, did not, they, well, they didn't like them. People in the so-called rational world didn't like them. And what, what does that mean? Most of the time, when you look at them, they're running from the spirit. Yeah, they're running from the Spirit. They don't know why the Spirit is there. They don't know why the Spirit is bothering them. They don't know why the Spirit is this, this and that. But we Jews, you know, say, well, well, he must be want, he must want something. We better find out. Better find out what it is. Because we don't want to be bothered with nothing. The Spirit is there to help us, not destroy us, not to do anything bad to us, but to, but to help us. And we will do whatever we have to do to find out what it is. We will speak to the Spirit. We will find out what is going wrong. We will even, we'll even, we'll even see Him or leave something out for Him. Why? Because we want to know what the Spirit is doing. Now I'm asking you, that that ought to be the same idea your church has. That ought to be the same idea your preacher has. It ought to be the same idea which everybody around you should have. Not just one, not just two, but everybody around you. There was a time when people would meet together because they had a spiritual happening. Yeah, they would meet. They would come together and attempt to find out that spirit. And they would hold well, what we call now a seah. A seah or a seah. They wanted to see what it was. And after a while, it became known that a seance was demonic. It was something that the devil did. 
But it didn't happen. It never showed. No person really knew of a day of a sound that was demonic. Yeah, no one ever knew one. So what happened? It fell into it fell into to, to disuse. Just just I don't know, they just threw it away. They didn't like it. They didn't like it. Look, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. You can have a seance in your house right now. You could have a seance. All you got to do is call certain people. That's all you got to do. Just call them to you. And when the when the living individuals come, just say, "Well, we, you know, we're trying to find out from this person what's going on," and that's that. That is it. No fumbling, no bumbling. No mess, just a plain, simple sound. And then you could write about it. Yes, you can. You could write about it. And you could tell everybody that you have talked to a spirit. And the spirit has talked to you.
to say hello to guest 1077, guest 1086, and guest 1089. I would like you to go ahead and join Block Talk. Yeah, why not? You ain't got nothing to do. Go on and join. It only takes a second. You just leave your name and your your email number. That's all. That is joining Block Talk. So will you please do that today? Okay. And I'd like to say, well, if you enjoy our broadcast, come on back and listen to it too for a while. Because there are certain things, there are certain things which people don't know of, but we we leave these things here. They're great and they're amazing. They are truly amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing.
because he's always there, right by your side. Now, people look at that. They say, well, what's that Jewish? What's he just in this for? Well, I like it. I like it. I like that song, no matter what people say, because he does. He is amazing. Yes, he is truly amazing. Now, if you want to, if you want to listen to this program again, you can. You can. Just go to Libsyn, Stitcher, iTunes, iHeart, Buzzsprout, and listen to them and click it on and get it. Those are ready, Those are services which we have for our stuff, for our program. You can go to it. You can go to it free. Okay, if you want to read, if you want to get the read, if you want a new one, all you gotta do is just click on it. You know, you, that's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. You don't have to worry about it. these programs. Come to you by faith. Come to you by the power of God. So therefore. Therefore, I bet it's, I bet it's going to say these programs are divinely given. And you can get it anytime you want. Just go to it. Just go to one and use it. Just go to one and use it. It will, it will encourage you. It will help you. It will lift you up. It will make you seem courageous. Yes, it will. You don't have to worry about nothing. This thing, these programs are yours. Something to put on your mind. Something to put on your mind. Now, for everybody who hears my voice, I'd like to leave something with you. I'd like to leave with you a token which the Lord has done for me. See, the Lord has given me some oil. Just given me some oil, a little bottle of oil. And you can get one. All you have to do, it's simple. All you have to do is write me. That's called Papa Say at Email.com. It's Papa Say at email.com. Papa Say at email.com. And put down in there, I want the oil, the miracle oil which you have given out. Now, this oil. This oil is, I'm telling you, it is something. It is something. This will change everything about you. Every discrepancy you have, everything wrong, this oil will take it away. Yes, it will. Now, you write for it 
at papasay at email.com. That's papasay at email.com. Now, if you want to, go ahead and write for it because I'll give it to you. This is free and post-paid. Yes, it's free. No charge for it. No, This is gratis. This is gratis. Now, whatever person tells you, God loves you, and he will keep you. God will definitely keep you. He will bless your going in and your coming out from this time forth and even forevermore. And to that, I got just one thing to say. That's all, just one thing, which is goodbye and God bless you. The views and opinions expressed on the preceding program are solely those of the participants and are not necessarily those of this broadcast facility, its management, staff, nor its sponsors. Thanks to everyone in our entire audience for listening to this broadcast of Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host for this broadcast was Papa Say. Chatroom supervision provided by BT Destiny. The executive producer was George Carr. The broadcast director was James Best. On-air announcers were Myron Bast and Dorothy Knight. On-air announcer for Spanish was Diego Montoya. On-air announcer for French was Michel LeBlanc. Telephone screening provided by Nicole Lofton. Music recording and engineering provided by JT's Cop Database Engineering. The music heard on this program is under license by ASCAP and BMI. On-air engineering and recording for post-program archive provided by Blog Talk Radio, a corporation licensed by the State of New York with corporate offices in New Jersey. A recording of this and other broadcasts can be downloaded at www.blogtalkradio.com slash This program has been brought to you by Big Gator Productions, which is solely responsible for its content. Remember to tune in next week at the same time for Papa Say here on Blog Talk Radio.